before we really start, you know, first thanks for being on Studio One, and I'm gonna like just introduce myself. My name is Real Osman. Um, this platform is called Studio One. Um, I spent like my like 19, 20, 21 like building a blog, and then I like tried really hard getting into the media scene in Toronto as a journalist. Uh, couldn't really quite break into it, so I started writing for UK publications like the 405 and Clash because it was remarkably easier to write for them than it was in Toronto. And then eventually, you know, I, I got a chance to work with Rap Season and beat around things like that. But overall, you know, I think for me, it was like, I really wanted to build a platform for Toronto. You know, I finally felt like I was able to, and I really wanted to have a platform where I get to interview artists and I don't have to like ask an editor, like, hey, this artist is really good. Can I please yeah. do this interview with them? So that's kind of why I built a platform. So, you know, thank you so much, Rena, for being on in. Quickly responding. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super, I'm super amped to be on Yeah, sure. Um, before we begin, you know, just can you just briefly introduce yourself and then we'll get started. Yeah, I'm Kara Saraga. Um, I'm a singer songwriter from Toronto, and yeah, I make I make music. Cool. Um, just a bit. Uh, yeah, before we really start too, like, how have you been doing with quarantine? You know, uh, as an artist and as just a regular, you know, person, how have you been? You know, we're both in Toronto. How has it been for you? Honestly, I feel like it's not too different just because I've always kind of been a homebody. So, I mean, it's helped me, like, prioritize, like, a lot more when it comes to, like, when I actually do make plans. Like, it's usually, like, just me in the studio with a couple people. So, I feel like it's been fine for me. Like, it's kind of privilege that I get to say that but yeah. yeah that's good yeah same for me like I am a homebody but I think eventually I was like okay I've watched like 10 movies now I think this is a lot like <laughs> I think I think I've reached even my point of like uh insanity but no it's been pretty good too like I'm a homebody yeah but yeah Sorry. I talk to me about you know growing up in Toronto and um when music kind of gravitated towards you like I read that you know your mom was really into music and music was being played in the house, you know, so touch upon that stuff. I guess, like, I don't know, I feel like I spent a lot of time alone as a kid. Like, I had I had three siblings, but, like, we all were kind of, like, to ourselves and stuff, and, like, I don't know, I've always, I just, I loved watching, like, much music, and, like, literally, like, I grew up listening to, like, you know, like, Avril Lavigne, Pink, yeah. J-Lo, all those people, and, like, I used to, like, idolize them so much as a kid. But um, I think I've always kind of wanted to do music. So growing up in Toronto, it was kind of just like, I don't know, I feel like music has always just been like a big part of my life. And so. growing up, was it easy for you to, you know, perform in front of people? Is that something you've gradually got better at? Or were you, you know, like writing songs? Does that come more naturally to you? Like, how do, how do you view yourself? So... Perform, I used to perform at, like, my grandma's lodge as a kid, so, like, but I was always, like, really nervous. Like, I'm, I'm still a nervous person, so, like, performing is kind of tricky for me. Like, I'll always do it, and, like, I'll always feel good about it after it's done, but I don't know. I feel like my first love is songwriting. Like, it's my, it's my whole thing with, like, with music. Like, I see myself as, like, a songwriter first, like, for my own artistry, yeah. too. Like, it's just what I think is the funnest part of, like, the whole thing. And as a songwriter, you know, I, I tend to 
when I get the chance to interview artists that are songwriters, you know, when you release music and, you know, you've written these songs and it's about your life, do you feel like, oh my God, people are hearing my words? Like, or like, how does it feel to release music, you know, as a songwriter? Because like, I'm, I'm really like not too much of like an open person. So mostly I feel like I could be a more open person if I knew how to like, really like, um, how do you say, this is literally it. Like literally just like vocalize like what's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, I feel like music kind of gives me the space to be able to communicate, communicate yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's going on in there, like way more easy. So honestly, I feel like it's more like more of a chance for people to understand me. And I kind of like that. Yeah. And um, a lot of acts, you know, when they finally release, start releasing music or they finally put it out there, you know, they kind of hope for the best, you know, they're kind of like, okay, it's finally out there for you. You know, when you released biking, you know, to eventually yeah. hit a million views on the, first go around you know how did that feel you know that must have been special you know it was definitely special because like I produced that track and like I'm not a producer and like when I when I first started making music like I really didn't see that like doing what it did and the song is really just about nothing (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) to me it's it's like I feel like it's just for me that shit just kind of like made me believe in myself even more. So that's why it's special to me because it's like, it's something that I did on my own and I can say that it hit a million when it's not even like the 10th or 5th of like what I can do, you know? Yeah. So it was special. And with that too, you know, you released, you know, singles, you know, in 2018 and 2019 and you started doing shows and things like that. Um, yeah. Why did you kind of feel like uh, this year was the, the year you felt like releasing your EP, you know, the debut EP kind uh-huh. of, you know? It's so funny because, like, literally, my I feel like since I started, I always had working on EP, like, in my SoundCloud bio, and, like, I always said I would do it, but um, I feel like the difference is that I started going to this program called The Remix Project, and basically, like, all the songs I made there were, like, during a time period of, like, growth for me, Yeah. and I feel like I needed to kind of put that, like, package that in a way where it's, like, okay, like, this is, like... Before I was be like crawling. Before the Remus Project, I feel like I was crawling, and like during then, I feel like the Remus Project, I feel like I was kind of like walking, and like I wanted to like kind of just put that into a project because now I feel like I'm kind of past that. Yeah, um, that kind of answers no, the question. That definitely makes sense. Uh, I was going to touch upon that later with the Remus Project because I, I actually uh, was going to apply way back when I was like 19 with my blog because I kind of thought like, oh, they'd be a cool place to kind of help out. I think. It was around the time their building was near BMO Field. I'm not even sure if that's like a thing anymore. Yeah, they changed locations, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... So, um, yeah, talk about you know, the other remix project and how they kind of helped you grow. You know, I, I think in Toronto, like even when I built Studio One, it's so hard to really get out there yourself, right? So it's good that we have things like that there to help artists, and they know they help even business and all. There's like a different categories of things too. For sure. Yeah, but, um, remix, like, so I kind of, I went there, like, you know, in my mind, like, with my mind, I was like, okay, like, I'm just gonna make a bunch of songs, like, that's gonna be, like, a whole thing, like, just keep making a bunch of songs, but, like, honestly, I feel like the character development is what I, like, got the most from the remix project, like, just because I was such an introverted person, and I still kind of am, it's, like, being in a building with a bunch of, just a bunch of different people who are all, like, hungry, and, like, 
like me as well. It was kind of like, okay, these are my people. And like, it kind of like, I feel like my character had just like zoomed. Like, I'm like, I feel so different than I was like before I started it. And like, I got, I got quite a like grip of good songs out of that. But honestly, I feel like I'm just way more whole after that because of everyone that I've met and like got to work with and have now on like my roster to work with. Yeah. And yeah. You know, as important as it is to have like incubators in Toronto that, that help facilitate these things, I think in our gener I think in our generation, you know, the internet has been so massive for us. You know, it's it's kind of killed the idea of a gatekeeper. You know, you can you can do all these sorts of things. For you, you know, it's garage band, you know, something that didn't even exist twenty, twenty five years ago. Talk to me about using that platform to help you grow and how connecting people online, how that's how changed things to you. Like me and you, we connected online and we're both in the same city. You know, I think in this new way of being an artist, the, the internet is so important. You know, talk yeah. about how that, you know, in your perspective. I feel like the internet, for me, like I'm still not really someone who's gonna like reach out and like ask for shit from people. Can I say shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I, I don't feel like, like, you know, I think it's great that like people come can come to me because I feel like a lot of my opportunities have come from like people reaching out to me, but like, yeah, um, the internet, I feel like, I, I feel like the best has come from just like me literally like going out there and like meeting people and like it being like way more natural. I don't really know if that answers the question, but yeah. like, yeah, no, the internet is definitely a powerful tool. Yeah. I was, def- yeah, I was definitely one of those. Like when I was 19, 20, I would email people like just email, email, email. And then, uh, it really, really does help, to be honest. You know, I think I think that's why I think I have so much. Um, like, I don't like take Toronto as like the reason why I became like really good at what I do. I feel like the internet kind of facilitated things. Yeah. So, in that kind of perspective, but um, going back to you know your your music and things like that, how has it been? You know, releasing this EP during you know COVID and not being able to like perform and things like that. Have you been like how does like live stream? things have you done that yet or like how's have you seen those things i did one like live stream performance and that was really cool i mean like but um honestly when it comes to like performing and stuff like i I like performing but like like i kind of said i kind of like i like making music just because like i like to make songs like it's fun for me so i don't know i feel like it's it hasn't really like affected me too badly when it comes to that because i feel like music's just like a journal for me so, yeah, yeah, you know? And another aspect too, right, with, uh, you know, your visuals, whether it's biking or the new video that you dropped, you know, how important, at least is that aspect, you know, in terms of it being regular, even though we're in COVID, like, visual seems to be a very important thing for you, you know, talk about that. Um, thankfully, a lot of, like, really just talented people have reached out to me to work on videos. Um yeah, like it's, I guess visuals are like super important to me, but like thankfully I haven't like had to like really play too much a part in like the direction myself because they've like just always known what to do and like how to communicate my songs like in a great way. So yeah, visuals are important to me though. Like I really want to like, I really want to like play more by hand and like directing and stuff in the next shit that I release, but yeah. yeah. And I would really love to know, like, your perspective as a Toronto artist, you know, um, living in the city and being an artist. What do you consider, 
the hardest things about being an artist and the best things about being an artist in Toronto? The hardest things about being hardest thing about being an artist in Toronto is that people don't fuck with you until like they see a bunch of like I don't know I guess like like, like numbers yeah like I don't know people and I, I feel like we don't really give ourselves enough credit I feel like because that's usually like the answer for a lot of us but um, honestly like my whole goal is to kind of like get out of Toronto even though I'll yeah. always have a little with this city but <laughs> but um i think like the best thing about being an artist in toronto is kind of that kind of that solitude in a way like the fact that people do wait to fuck like do wait to fuck with you it's kind of like okay like it's kind of grounding in a way at the same time which is funny never really thought of it like that but yeah yeah um with you know the music scene and things that I've like I've talked to a ton of Toronto artists on this platform and you know I've asked them you know similar question because you know in my my viewpoint as a journalist and things like that even I've reached the point where I'm like okay I think I might move to London you know because I work for Clash and things like that because it's so hard to be from here you know yeah. um for you you know have you traveled to other cities and kind of felt like I I need to go somewhere because here is so much more better you know have you gone to like a lot of people in Toronto will go to like an LA or a New York or a London. Have you visited these places and kind of told yourself this is the the be all end all kind of? Yeah, I went to LA. I went to LA twice last year, and like, I mean, it's so typical for everyone to like move to LA, but like honestly, it felt like amazing out there. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's different out there, and I love to live there myself. Yeah. But also, I would love to like explore other like other places. Like, I really want to go to Vancouver and like to see what it's like out there. But I just keep finding myself wanting to travel back to LA, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting too with like Toronto artists, like in our generation. Uh, I'm 25. I think I read that you're 21, 22 ish. Like, 23? <laughs> yeah. Cool. cool. 95. Eight. Um, in our generation, you know, I think it's interesting, you know, when we look at like Toronto artists, you know, The Weeknd really kind of blew up on the internet and he was kind of like the first one to like drop the mixtapes and he, that's kind of his direction and certain things with, and Drake, you know, MySpace, he was discovered, then he kind of got plopped away and things like that. And then a lot of the artists that we've seen, you know, over the years, they haven't necessarily built like the report in Toronto and blew up in the city. So I think it is kind of interesting, you know, to live in the city and to still kind of feel like I got to go somewhere else to do yeah. certain things when it's essentially, you know, with so far gone 10 year anniversary, like recently, it's like, but that's kind of still the norm to kind of leave. Yeah, it's, it's honestly kind of weird, but yeah, I feel like you can literally just make it, I feel like you can make it anywhere with the power of the internet, but I just feel like artist development just like happens when you get out of here 100 percent. yeah and it helps too with uh just worldwide perspective on things you know yeah. um it helps you understand like there's a there's a world out there you know things like that mm -hmm. um sure. so going back to you know your musical roots um i read that it's not necessarily the artist that you are influenced by it's like more so stories um yeah. and learning about you know people like that Talk about that. Like, how do you, how are, how does influence get into your music? 
or it's um, or inspiration? I feel like when it comes to, I guess when it comes to other artists and stuff, when it comes to like their stories, like I, I that's kind of where I've gotten inspiration from, like people who've like been doing this stuff for years and like just finding their sound and like switching up their sound, like that stuff has always inspired me. I feel like lately it's been Dominic Pike who's been inspiring me a lot and like even Gene Dawson. Like I've been looking, I've been looking more at like visuals lately and like just like creative direction and stuff. And like, that's been kind of inspiring me now. I feel like for most of my life I've been inspired by stories, but I don't know, I'm going more towards something different I think now. Do you see yourself, because um, like you kind of said with artists, you know, my favorite thing in the world is when an artist just kind of drops a completely different sound. And then, yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, you know, people like hate on it, but then it, it becomes like a cultural milestone. Like the best example, you know, with 808s and Heartbreak with Kanye, you can read Rolling Stone's review when it came out and mm-hmm. the, the writer says he should have kept this for himself. Like, so funny. <laughs> and then and then like with the 10 year anniversary a couple of years ago they the same publication talks about how it fundamentally changed everything so it's, it's always kind of funny you know as yeah. an art, as an artist for you you know when you become you know bigger and bigger and you have a sortion of fans you know will you be kind of afraid to kind of not disappoint your fans or will you look at it in the way we've discussed and like i'm gonna do what I want because as an artist I should be able to grow. Yeah, I feel like I won't be afraid, honestly, because I feel like since I started doing music, like it's always kind of just like been for me. Like I'm happy that it reaches people and stuff, but like it's really just like my medicine to like put shit out there that like makes me feel good. So I definitely want to get like super experimental and like if people gravitate to it towards it like that's sick and if they don't then they don't but um, you always find your people so yeah for sure with um we're touching about music being you know kind of like therapy you know who are the people that kind of you surround yourself with you know that kind of help you stay grounded as an artist because it can it can be incredibly frustrating being an artist especially in toronto you know in terms of just like feeling like nothing's going to happen or you feeling stuck and things like that how do you cope with that in terms of of course, you know, you put it all into the music and it helps you, but as well, you know, who kind of, who do you surround yourself with that helps you as well? Is it the family, you know, is it close friends? Um, so I guess, like, my mom's, like, pretty much my best friend, and then I have, like, a group of people who, like, I don't know, I feel like I surround myself with a lot of people who are, like, way more talented than I am, and, like, and I mean that, and, like, I feel I'm talented, but, like, I don't know, I feel like the fact that everyone who I surround myself with is on their shit like that helps me like really just like always just keep focused and stuff um yeah there's a lot of like I feel like a lot of my friends are super talented and then yeah I don't know and I also to cope like I feel like I've always believed in myself and stuff so like I feel like that's never really been a problem um for me yeah so when it comes to like compliments are you uh do you kind of push it away like, oh, I think your voice is so amazing. Are you like, thank you so much? Or are you like, because you said you kind of have the confidence in yourself. So I guess has imposter syndrome ever really crept into your mind? Or are you kind of like, I'm good at what I do? It's so funny because like, I'm not the most confident person, but like, I'm just super confident that I'm going to like, I'm going to do what like I set out to do. Like, yeah, 
So when people do compliment my songs and stuff, or like, like I always feel like I can do better. So like, I'm like, damn, like that's that's in the past. That's like I'm I'm like way past all those songs and stuff. But like, so I still get like super like shocked, not super shocked, but like like what you fuck with me type thing. Yeah. But like I still feel like I just super super believe that I'm gonna like I'm gonna make it. So it's kind of weird. My confidence is weird. I don't know. No, I, uh, I remember reading like it's it's okay to have like an existential crisis every day. No, not knowing what what's going on, you know. But that's like a normal. <laughs> that's like a, it's like normal to feel that way. Um, mm. Usually, when I get to like my, the end of my interviews, um, I'll kind of uh, ask like an artist. I'll be like, "Hey, here's a list of dates you have on a tour. You know, how's that gonna feel? Or you." drop this album how's it gonna feel living with it or you have a new ep or you have so many things ahead of us but with covid uh, that kind of just like slashed that question mm-hmm. so for you in particular you know um as a toronto artist um what's your perspective on the city and, and the scene and a lot of people of course talk about just the negative aspects of it but i really want to get your perspective on the positives you know how, do, how does how does it feel being a part of the community, especially with, you know, Remix Project, you know? Talk to me about that. Um, it feels, it feels great. I mean, like, I feel like I, I wouldn't have been able, I feel like I didn't have a community, like, before a year ago. So, like, the scene to me, I don't even, I don't even know who that is anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's, honestly, it's just not, it's not really, like, important, I feel like. I don't know, I feel like I've built a pretty, like, strong community and stuff. Like, I'm doing what I love, like, every day. So, yeah. And when the world finally goes back to normal, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully next year, everybody's at concerts, things like that. What's the one thing you're looking forward to as an artist? And what's the one thing you're going to look forward to as a person? I mean, I've, I'm... Cause I've, I haven't been down, I live in North York, so I'm like uptown. So I haven't been downtown really since March when I interviewed like this band and that was like, like my last in person. So like weirdly I miss being all at the subway and being downtown. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, so for you, like as an artist, what's the first thing that you're going to jump to? And as just a regular person, what's something that you really want to do? First thing I will jump through as an artist might be, see, that's a difficult question because I feel like I'm doing everything that I would have Well, maybe, maybe travel, I guess. You know what I mean? I guess travel, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I definitely want to get the book out of here and go to LA. I was supposed to be right now, but, you know, I'm trying to be responsible. And, um, and like, the first thing I do as not an artist is probably take the bus um like real shit um yeah maybe go to the movies i'd love to go to the movies yeah it's it's so crazy you know we've never like certain things have happened in our lifetime right like 9-11 and like tsunamis and like terrible terrible things but like we never lived in a time where like can't go to concerts like it doesn't like it doesn't even com- compute like that would like be a, a reality um do you remember your last concert who did i see last that is a good question 
concert, so, you know, I don't know. <laughs> what the hell did I see? Yeah, I can't remember. My last one was Tyler, the creator. Igor, Same word. Igor Tour. I saw him in Toronto, and then when I went over to London, like, two weeks later, I saw him there. And that was the first time... <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time he did a London show since being banned for like five what? years. I so it was like crazy. Holy, so. I would have loved seeing you alive. Are you crazy? Yeah, so Holy. I'm kinda happy with the fact that that's my last concert, but still. But um Yeah, for sure. That'd be a movie. But yeah, um again, you know, thanks so much for being on Studio One. Um kinda I think I discovered your music through Twitter. I think someone retweeted it or something, and then I found you on Instagram and I all of your music is amazing. No, I can't wait to uh, see you perform live, you know, when things get normal. And um, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see what you have next. You know, thanks so much for being on this platform. You know, it's it's really for Toronto artists. So, you know, thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. See ya. See ya. Bye.